Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. This decision finally came down just after I was off the air. We uh, talked with 770 CHQR reporter Aurelio Perry about the decision by City Council on whether or not they were going to move in a new direction when it came to secondary suites. And at 5.15, they still hadn't voted on it. So just around 6 o'clock, the big vote came down. Councillor Shane Keating joins me. Hello, Councillor Keating. Hello. And in the end, your motion was successful. Yeah, we we got five of the six things that we proposed, and uh, the one that failed was a simple annual report to come back and tell us the status of what's happening with secondary suites. So, So in the long run, that was very good. You know what, Shane? I mean, I wrote a blog today. Considering how long we have talked about secondary suites, this seemed like a pretty simple solution. So I'm glad you and your counselors were able to agree on it. Well, it is. And, you know, we've tried in many times before, but it was, uh, there were two very close calls. Uh, One, they had to change the word from permitted to discretionary, and the other side wouldn't accept that. Uh, And the other one is, we have to look at some fees, and they wouldn't accept that. They always tried to do it in a block. Let's put a number of things together that might you know, go forward and maybe satisfy the the majority. Um, But there was always one thing in there that somebody didn't like. So just putting everything on the table, having a great debate, and voting on each thing separately, eventually we got to where we could actually call it a huge compromise on both sides. Now, I know I'm still going to have listeners, though, who aren't happy with the direction, and that's why I wanted to take a little bit of time, Shane, just to understand when this bylaw is eventually passed, and I think it's it's going to be in a couple of months. Yeah, March is when they think they'll be able to be back. Because that's when the the new way of doing things with secondary suites will actually take it be implemented, rather. So let's just go over a few things. Um, first of all, no longer will uh, council be sitting through long hearings when it comes to secondary suite applications? That's correct. Uh, what we actually passed was, uh, and there to come back with some recommendations, that's administration, uh, a number of check boxes uh, and discretionary means it will still be advertised. There will still be a sign put on. It's appealable if you really don't like the ruling. Um, permitted means none of that happens. So discretionary says this is what will happen. Uh, you as a resident will still have some feedback. And, and that was vital in many cases because a city of one point, you know, two to three million people, you have different views and you have to respect all views. And, and so I think this is, does that. And it'll be done this way then through um, administration or through a permitting process as opposed to a council's level. That's correct. There will be a a bylaws and then there will be a set of policies. And then when you go to the counter, you will apply for a secondary suite. They will check to see if you you fit the policy and the bylaws. And if you do, then the process can go forward. If you don't, then they'll say, I'm sorry, uh, it doesn't work. Uh, and that will be the end of the application, uh, other than, you know, if it goes forward, then you have a number of steps to go forward. But uh, that's technically what happens. When you talk about check off the boxes, is that what we're still working on? What boxes are going to be checked off? Well, right now, um, they're they're developing some uh, policies. And we had a number of things that we wanted to look at. Because coming back to cul-de-sacs with no lane, yeah. um, and parking is a huge issue. Yeah. So should we be approving secondary suites on cul-de-sacs in the corner, you know, where it's very tight, um, all you really have in your front yard often is a driveway, 
um, and you know, and then the next yard starts. Right. Um, so we want recommendations on should we be doing it there? Should we be doing it with um, houses with no lanes? Uh, and maybe if they're a corner, you know, you have the corner lot and then there's no lane, then maybe secondary suites should be applied there. So they're going to come back with a number of recommendations at the same time as the bylaw changes for policy only. And then we'll be able to go forward and uh, say, okay, this will work or this will not work. Uh, that gives us a clear direction of council's will and that piece was missing in the past and i'm glad you right away went to parking because that was my next question saying i think whenever we talk about secondary suites a big complaint from neighbors is just the parking even though we have to be clear the property in front of our house isn't our property but still that can really make for a bad community vibe if someone's coming in with tenants that are going to have more vehicles Exactly. And we, there actually was a study, uh, and in many cases, the vast majority of secondary suite dwellers owned a vehicle. Um, some did not, but uh, but not a huge percentage, and I, and I can't remember exactly. But it, it, the highest end is they had four vehicles, the, the people who lived in the secondary suite. So we have to protect that to some degree. There is um, residential parking areas, and we often say that if this new tower or this new development is which has underground parking well they don't get the the on-street parking pass in a protected or residential parking area those are the things that i think we have to look at because you still have to and i've said that all along you still have to protect the the rights of those individuals who are uh, not overly thrilled about secondary suites maybe coming to their neighborhood I want to talk about the cost because this was a bit of a, a stumbling block for some councillors to sign off on this. In the past, well, most recently, there's been no cost for an application for a secondary suite? Yes, that's correct. And what we found out is in the last, uh, I would say, two and a half to three years that the city has spent, uh, I believe it's in the neighbourhood of $2.5 million on processing uh, secondary suite applications. The other flip side of that is many applications have come in, but they haven't actually gone to development stage. They just said, well, we can rezone it now and then worry about whether we're going to develop one at a later time. And so there it's at. All we really wanted uh, was to say, let the applicant pay for at least the out-of-pocket expenses because the city has to advertise in the newspaper. They have to print signs and put them on the front lawn. So let them at least pay for the out-of-pocket. And there's an allowance that if it's homeowner occupied, if it's the senior who really wants to stay in their house, and this is a way to allow them to do it, then they can have a rebate program and they can get their fees back. So I think we looked at a number of different things to cross that bridge. I'm glad that passed because, yes, that was um, a contentious issue because some people said it could be a barrier for a homeowner who's trying to do this. Or on the flip side, we hear of developers who just want to be able to tell prospective tenants or mm-hmm. home buyers that they, this place has been zoned and you could put in a, a revenue-generating secondary suite. Yeah, and we have seen some advertisement by different builders of saying, Let's, let me build you a house in there and we'll build you a secondary suite at the same time um, and you can gain this much revenue. So it has gone both ways. We've also seen in one case uh, one individual who owned 12 houses and he applied to put secondary suites in all 12. Um, you know, I think they can pay a fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we as a taxpayer should not be subsidizing his business because that's really what it was. Shane, are we getting anywhere though with if this what we're doing now moving forward, will we able to be will we ever be able to determine how many illegal suites are out there? Uh, 
We're hoping uh, with the mandatory registration. Uh, so it would be a, uh, a list that's online and any new secondary suite must be part of it. We're looking at whether we can do it with other legal secondary suites. What we're really hoping for, and there's a need, that uh, the renters will ask and they'll start knowing if this becomes public. Okay, here's a registry. It shows you all the addresses. There's a stickers and things that you can put on your, uh, on your door that says I'm a legal secondary suite. We need to make sure that, you know, we have compliance. So the, the other issue is there's the possibility of these fees, uh, you know, if they come back, that they could go into uh, bylaw offices' uh, budget yeah. so they can do more enforcement. Uh, and I think that's the way to continue. So we have to get rid of the, the secondary illegal suites for sure. And the only way to do that is have people aware uh, that there's a possibility it's not legal and the willingness to do something about it and more enforcement. I mean, going after those who have the illegal suites. And one of the other components, which is in some ways a bit of a, a, a downer, you might say, because the two most uh, hurdles to mm -hmm. becoming legal is first the cost of going through the process of actually bringing up to building standards, and the other one is that you have to pay income tax on it. And those who are willing to short-circuit those two things, uh, we will still have difficulty with the illegal suites. Yeah. You know what? Maybe the timing with, a, well, sadly, our, the way our economy is, if this had happened five years ago when our vacancy rate was pretty much zero, I, I imagine anyone even looking for a vacancy would say, I don't care if it's on the list or not. I, I need a place to live. But maybe now where tenants have a chance of looking more closely, maybe this is an opportunity for them to say, no, I don't want to rent from you because you're not um, a legal suite. Yeah, and I think those who are on the fence of, a, you know, what do I want to do? Um, if they have a hard time renting and they really want it, um, they're obviously, and especially if a few renters actually said, um, are you part of the registry when yeah. it's advertised? The other issue is if we have a mandatory registry, anyone who advertises uh, who is, you know, renting a, a basement suite, um, we can verify whether they're on the registry or not. And then you can actually go to the house. Uh, it's a way of identifying through, through the media. And the fact that they're not on the list automatically means that they have an illegal suite. What are you hearing from your constituents? Um, the vast majority of, of text messages and emails I have um, are saying finally it's through because it, it puts council in a better light. It puts uh, applications. I think they're the real winners of this. They don't have to come to City Hall and sit and wait for their application to be heard. Uh, the other one is the concerns. What's going to happen to my neighborhood? And I think this also gives us a great test bed for the next couple of years to see how it uh, comes forward. Uh, Councillor Gondek actually uh, brought some interesting stats. She asked for the percentage of uh, single-family houses that could actually have a secondary suite in. What's the percentage of those who have applied in the past? Mm -hmm. And it worked out to 0.07% uh, yeah. uh, across the city. So it's very low. Uh, I think that trend will continue. It will be very low. And that may ease the concerns of those thinking that a whole neighborhood is going to go secondary suites. The vast majority of uh, illegal suites uh, that are out there, hopefully uh, over time, bit by bit, we can change that and actually come up with uh, legal suites across the city. Shane, thanks for laying it out for me. Um, you know, in the past, whenever I've mentioned secondary suites, I've had lots of reaction from listeners. So I'll be curious to see now that you've uh, set things up for us. Thank you. Yep.
Oh, sorry, Shane. Uh, Councillor Shane Keating from Ward 12. I think it was just saying you have a good day. 403-974-8255. That is the number to call and also to text. If you're getting a weird text, make sure you pick up the phone because I'm curious, can you live with this idea now? We have talked about this ad nauseum in the past when it was either trying to go with a blanket rezoning that every place had to have secondary suites to um, how about we just have secondary suites near transit hubs. Are you able to live with this new way of going through the secondary suite application process? 403-974-8255. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to 770 CHQR.